Well, hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I have a very special guest, my very favorite older brother in the entire world, Stephen. Stephen, how you doing? Uh, I think you need to redo that intro. I'm pretty sure I'm the favorite of all, not just older brother. No, no, no. Favorite older brother. Becca really likes it whenever <laughs> I tell her that she's my favorite little sister. So I figured that you'd like it if I called you my favorite older uh, brother. It's, you know. I think you're wrong on both parts, but yes. okay. It's whatever. So uh, you you feeling pretty good after that uh, Kentucky win this past weekend against Louisville? Is it nice to be a Kentucky fan working in Louisville after that win? I'm always feeling good. It's always good to be a Kentucky fan versus a Louisville fan. This is true. That this game true. didn't change anything. Did you get to uh, sneak on the field for that game, or it didn't work like that? No, I didn't work it. Lame. Lame, yeah, lame, unfortunately, lame. I had to work instead of going to work the game. So, no. well, some of us actually have a career. You know, we have to actually do stuff. I mean, I well, have a career. Talk in front of a microphone. I, I that's my hobby. <clears throat> instead, I also teach school. It's so much fun. Eh, you teach is kind of a loose term. Did you see my pictures that I put on the iCloud? Mm, of what? My classroom that I decorated today? No, did not. It's pretty stinking amazing. I got my Christmas tree. I got my Christmas village. There's snowflakes on the ceiling. It's it's just amazing. I mean, I feel sorry for all the other teachers because obviously I'm going to be the favorite now of all the students. So there's just no no competition there. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck with that. Okay. <laughs> But um, how's your uh, police job going? Everything going fine? You're not sick of it yet, are you? No, no, it's going pretty good. Love it so far. I have uh, two more shifts of riding with somebody in my car, and then I get to go by myself as long as I don't screw anything up these last two shifts. Oh, don't screw anything up these last few shifts. Well, I don't plan on it, so I'm just ready to be by myself. (laughs) And then I get to come for a ride-along with you? At some point, yeah. I mean, how we'll throw you, you in the car. How, well, do I get a ride in the front? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to ride in the back. <laughs> back, back, and David can ride in the front. Oh well, that's not very nice. But yeah, well, it's whatever. That's his life. Used to it. Mm. So, in in this podcast that we're doing here, the goal is to hear about uh, <laughs> why you turned out as such a messed up adult by uh, perusing perusing into your your past your childhood you think we can get to the bottom of all of your problems uh yeah it starts and ends with you so we're good podcast over all right it's been great talk to you later yep see ya (laughs) but so i i do have something though you always claim to be this uh, great kentuckian and would never leave listen, and i'm a terrible listen, person listen listen, listen 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 we're not getting started off on this foot okay this, <laughs> well we've got to start from the beginning I, okay i'll yeah. just ask a straight up question you, let me Where? let me ask you were, were you there for the beginning i was there for my beginning uh, uh yeah but were you there for mine no nope. no nope. that's so, why i gotta ask you I, I, I straight up Oh, I straight up, Stephen. The same question that I asked with with mom and with dad. Uh, when and where were you born? I was born in 1988 in 
the great city of Lexington, Kentucky, on November 16th. Nice. <laughs> no one has any proof to dispute this. So. I feel like there's a birth certificate that would say Florida on it. <clears throat> well, who has my birth certificate? Uh, I would assume you do. There you go. So who can prove that what I say is inaccurate? I don't know. You? See? So, Maybe your wife? Exactly. Probably so mom. I, I feel like she was there. Yeah, but she she's kind of old. She's kind of her memory is eh. She thought she was in Florida, but she was really in Kentucky. Yeah, it's like that guy that called into the KSR that one time said he went to a ball game in Oregon and played. Oh, yeah. They watched Kentucky play football. <laughs> Kentucky's never been to Oregon to play football, so you know, like old people are just drugs. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, maybe mom's on drugs. You never know. I mean, <laughs> she was married to dad, so I guess. I guess. <laughs> but. um Seriously though, like how how long did you did you live in Florida before you guys went up to Kentucky? I've lived in Kentucky my whole life. I don't understand the question. <laughs> okay, let's. How long did Natalia live in Florida before she went to Kentucky? <laughs> uh, I was born in uh, Palm Beach Gardens, uh, so I've been told. Don't really remember it. Um, <laughs> and I was born in November of '88. Anna was born in Kentucky in ninety, in April of ninety. So at some point between there, we moved up here to Kentucky, um, and then for whatever reason, we moved back to Florida. I don't think I ever really. Maybe mom and dad told us why. I don't really remember why, or I don't know. I didn't ask or something. Um, and then at some point, we moved back up here. And again, I don't know the exact dates. <laughs> I think we came back in ninety two. I believe ninety two or ninety three. Um, came back to Kentucky. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I attended school in Kentucky only. So, I mean, I was okay. definitely school age in Kentucky. So, do you do you have any memories at all of Florida? Uh, any of the houses or any any like <clears throat> things that happened yeah. down there? Yeah, I remember that one house. Um, I believe it was blue. Um, it was right there, just down the road from uh, Kenny and Jan's house when we were kids. Because I remember. We used to go down there and play with Klaus and Amanda um, or whatever. Uh, I do remember that house. Um, but I don't like have a lot of memories of living in Florida other than that. Gotcha. I do uh, remember when we pulled into the old house in Kentucky um, for the first time. I remember that. But the last time we came here, the time we came here for good. So Okay. So, that. yeah, so that first time that y'all <clears throat> moved to Kentucky – um, I don't know. Do you remember? Do you know from mom and dad telling you where you guys lived? Wasn't it like near where the Creekside house was? Yeah, it was kind of down, kind of down the road from there. Um, just keep going past the house, basically, and that's where it is. So, but um, I don't really remember much of the house. So, but whenever y'all came back to Kentucky the second time, then you were in the farm, mm -hmm. and that's where. I don't know. You were for most of your growing up years, right? Because we moved when I was 12. So. Yeah, we moved when I was in college. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Your your memory of, of childhood, it would be different from mine because, like, from my point of view, since I'm so much younger, like, you and the older kids have yeah, always first been... First of all, you're not that much younger. I'm, I'm very much younger. You've got to be at least 40 now, right? And I'm only 20, yeah, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. How that That's one right. goes. Yeah. Um. But you guys, uh, it was just you, Natalia, and Anna for a little bit. So 
How was that growing yeah. up? Yeah, two lovely sisters. Well, I had to do a lot of uh, guy stuff, I guess, or whatever on my own. So that was always fun. You mean they didn't help with the weed eating and the mowing? Oh, you know, they would attempt to help with the mowing when I got old enough to mow, which was at a much younger age than when you all mowed. Um, <laughs> Different time back then, Steve, okay? Child yeah, labor laws but, went around. Yeah. They only uh, they only liked to mow when it was nice out, like sunny out, so they could get their little tan on. <laughs> and it would last for 30 minutes or so, and then they would complain that they were hot, so then they'd come back inside. <laughs> Or Taya would mow her wannabe boyfriend's names into the field and then run out of gas. <laughs> and then there would be a big Corey and Al- Alton spelled into our yard. And, uh, yeah, so I had to go back and fix that. <laughs> I mean, I would have left it for a while. I just I can't find any gas. I don't know. What's going on? Yeah, well, unlike now, our parents used to be a little bit uh, stricter and harder back then, so... Kind of had what to go to go do your chores. What what ways were they so much harder and stricter? I hear that a lot. Yeah, you know, like we didn't get to have people just come to the house when we wanted and stay for a long time. You know, we didn't get these cell phones that you all have. You know, it's just different. I mean, did they have cell phones? Yeah, well, they had cell phones. <laughs> we had walkie-talkie cell phones too. Mm-hmm. Those, Those nice were... old Nextel ones. Those were the real deal. Oh, they were, let me tell you. They were fantastic. Couldn't beat them. Couldn't break them, that's for sure. That's one thing I will say. If phones now break easy, you couldn't break those next time. you run them over with a semi, they wouldn't break. <laughs> Did you try that? Can you personally attest to this? Not personally, but, I mean, it was pretty much known. Yeah. Kind of um, those things. So I know when, when Ataya wasn't uh, mowing boys' names into the yard, um, what was what was she like growing up? What was your guys' relationship like? Uh, um, well, the old saying of the oldest one is the bossy one, I guess, would definitely be her. Uh, she definitely thought she was king, uh, queen tut, and she was large and in charge, and she made it known. Um, she would like to come and tell us that dad told us or mom told us we had to do certain chores when she was the one that was supposed to do the chores, but she would make Ann and I do it because we knew if we – said something to mom or dad, they'd get mad that we questioned their authority, even though it was Ty's <laughs> telling us to do it. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. We kind of had a up-and-down, rocky relationship, I guess, growing up. <laughs> but I, I, you might like each other now. It probably helps that you live, like, on opposite ends of the country with uh, yeah, that's not getting on way. each we're, other's nerves so much. Yeah, we, just need, we need to stay that way. <laughs> What it's much quiet Anna? around here now that everybody's gone. Yeah. What about Anna? What was she like growing up? Annoying. <laughs> she was like, uh, she's that sister that just like would never leave your side kind of a thing. Like, so it was nice. But then again, sometimes you're like, just go away. Just get out of here. I mean, now I look back on it, I'm happy about it. But at the time it was like, why do you always just got to be around? She would always do what she'd do whatever you needed to do, though. Not like she is now. So now she's a little brat like Emily, but, um, no, nah, she just, she was always there. We, we had a good relationship growing up. It wasn't bad. Neither of us. I think we were pretty tight as a brother and two sisters. Yeah. We didn't really let anybody mess with each other. Yeah. What, um, like what kind of stuff did you guys do 
playing, I guess, growing up? Because, like, would they go out and, I don't know, play football with you or something? Or were you oh, doing no, things no, that no. they like to do? What would that look like? <clears throat> no, Ty's idea of fun was uh, she wanted to play school. And so she was always the teacher, and she wanted me and Anna to be her students. And since I have hated school since the day I ever had to go to school, you can tell how much fun I had with that. <laughs> um, we used to have this little, um, I guess you'd call it like a playhouse. I don't know. Dad built this little building outside the garage, and we used to go out there and play in it, whatever. It had a heater in it, so in the winter it wasn't so bad. But um, we'd play out there and do whatever. Uh, Ty swears I used to play with dolls and Barbies with it. I never did. So if you ever ask her and she says that, it's a lie. Um, good to know. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, we just, I mean, I would just go outside and play in the woods, play basketball before I had a hoop, basketball goal, and then even afterwards, just play basketball and just do whatever. I mean, now, how'd we you kinda, play basketball before you had a hoop? Uh, so our garage, our old garage, <clears throat> the old house, um, above the garage door, it was just white. I'm sure mom and dad hated it, but I would shoot a basketball up there, and I hit the same, I was such a good shooter, mind you. I hit the same spot enough times that it became just like a black mark on the white uh, sidewall, and so that was the that was the hoop. You just hit the black spot. If you hit the black spot, it counted. If you missed, doesn't count. <laughs> now over time, that black spot got bigger and bigger because you hit close to it and close to it, and they just keep making marks. So, yeah, that's how I played back in the back in the day, in my day, before we had all this fancy basketball goals. And then Dad put a. I don't remember at what point, but at some point, Dad put that nice big uh, basketball court in. It's all, it was almost regulation size, and we got a nice basketball hoop, and, and I just played out there all the time Yeah, by myself. Well, speaking of that, like I, I grew up on the farm too, but it looked different when y'all were there. So like besides the basketball court that he added, what else changed about the farm from – when you started living there through, you know, when, when we moved away? Uh, well, Dad built that, um, I don't know, I guess swing set, whatever mm -hmm. that's out there. Dad built that, that, put it up. That thing's massive. I yeah. loved it because obviously I was a chunky kid. Maybe I still am chunky. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you, definitely. You, you swing on that thing, it ain't going to move. Most swing sets, you swing on them and it's like, you know, for for kids that wear husky pants, it'll kind of scares you that it's moving. <clears throat> well, if you know father, you know anything he built is built like a brick, so mm -hmm. it ain't gonna fall apart, and the, yep. you ain't ever gonna move it either. It just stays where it is. That's mm -hmm. for sure. <clears throat> but uh, he did that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anything really ever. Other than that, the... uh, we used to have a treehouse. But I don't think that was ever there when you guys were around. No, I I remember you guys telling me where it was. I could pick out the tree. Um, was yeah. the wood burning stove? Was it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we had that for not 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 the whole time we were there, but a long ways back. That's for darn sure. That thing was the bane of my existence for a while. <laughs> you didn't like filling it up every day? No, I hated that thing. <laughs> And if you ask Dad, I never filled it up, apparently, so. <laughs> Again, old age kind of got in him, too. He's kind of. That's how it goes. Forgets things, yeah. That's okay. I had I had David to help me. I'll never forget. He still swears up and down that I forget what I broke. I think it was my leg, 
or something, but he swears up yeah. and down that I did it on purpose so that he would have to do the furnace by himself and weeded by himself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. You are kind of that way. You kind of have, that's the Natalia quality in you. Yep, comes from being the I oldest of the second batch. <laughs> yeah, you broke that on the trampoline because you're a dummy and don't listen to my instructions when no. you're trying to jump. No. No, because you moved the trampoline next to a large tree and jumped on it to try to see how high you could launch me. And I landed off of the trampoline, broke my leg, and it was Mother's Day, I think. And you came in yeah, it was. showed it was. mom that, that you had broken me, and she was very happy. I remember that vividly. But, you know, the funny part is uh, we had that thing, we had that next to the tree a lot. And you're the only one that ever broke their leg. Nobody else ever broke their leg. It's amazing how you were the only one that would somehow break their leg. Well, it was a sign of things to come. I think for a while, my first three broken bones, I was confident that it was your fault because you helped me to break all of those bones. But then uh, mm. the second three that I broke were, were on me instead. And so I thought, well, maybe I'm just fragile. Yeah, I think you're just fragile. I don't think it had anything to do with me. I mean, some of them did. That had something to do with you. We played mm. football in the house twice, and the one time you, like, tackled me uh, and put my collarbone up against the wall next to the stairs, I think, and broke it. And then the other time, you had decided, what, you're eight years older than me, however much older, nine, and uh, you were going to toughen me up to teach me to play football better. So we did a hitting drill inside. My foot got caught, and the rest of my body went back. And I stress fractured my ankle. And you said it was fine until. So David had the same thing go on, you know, like I probably did the same with him as I did with you. And nope. he didn't break any bones. So it doesn't count. I think it's kind of just means that you're kind of a wimp and you probably need to be toughened up. I mean, maybe. Just saying. Maybe. That's okay. Those stories are much cooler than the other broken bone stories I have. I broke the other ones playing basketball by myself and, uh, walking through a new defensive drill and playing tag. So I like I like the football stories better. Those are better. Yeah, you're you're cool. <laughs> so cool. I really oh, one thing I better stories. One thing I forgot that uh we did used to do when I was uh growing up, me, Ty and Anna was uh the stone walls out by the road. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we would uh we'd go out there and play statue out yeah. there. It was uh, quite fun and interesting. It's probably really retarded to most people if they ever saw us, but uh, we had a blast with it. So, because wasn't it? Because Becca and David and I played a version. What you would stand on the the one side of the stone wall, and we like I don't know danced or something until a car passed by, and then we had to freeze. And then when another car passed by, you got unfrozen and you walked over to the other side of the the stone pillar and went on. Was it? Similar, yeah, but yeah, we didn't. I don't, I don't know if we danced or not, but yeah, you would stand on the, on the wall, and then whenever a car would come by, you had to, uh, you had to freeze until they went past. So it was fun. We always we had a blast with it. We like I said, we probably looked like idiots out there, but we didn't care. We didn't know any better. Well, Gavin and Emily and Maya and the other kiddos. This is what people did before uh, they had their tablets back in the Stone Age when Uncle Stephen was growing up. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have all that fancy stuff back then. You had to you had to come up with your own stuff to have fun. <laughs> one big thing that happened while you were growing up at some point is uh y'all remodeled the um the farm and put a basement underneath it, or dad did. 
uh, what was yeah. that process like? Were you old enough to help with anything or what? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. We did it um, right around. Uh, we started in '99 because I remember being outside the basement with Dad um, talking about computers crashing because it was going to be to the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember that. Uh, I don't. Me- I mean, I, we. I remember we jacked the house up. Mom stuck outside one time. Um, not being able to get back inside because it was cold. We didn't have any steps. We had basically dad's, uh, scaffolding ramps put up. Um, it took a while to put the basement in, but yeah, we, I still remember it. And then I remember it was a lot bigger of a house afterwards. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Now, um, cause we moved rooms several times. Uh, you know, obviously you guys did whenever we remodeled, the house just looked different, but was there a room in the house that you considered yours? Cause like whenever I think of us living in the house, the one downstairs, um, not the one immediately by the stairs, but if you go to those other two rooms that were across from each other, the one on the right without any windows, that's, that's the one that I thought of as your room for forever. Is that your recollection or was one of the other rooms kind of what you identified as yours? No, I mean, that's once we had the house remodeled, that, that was my room. Basically my room before that was just directly above it on the main floor so yeah i basically just went straight down a floor moving moving down in life i guess that's how that goes yeah something like that <laughs> so you mentioned school was not your favorite thing in life that started from an early age oh yeah yeah didn't like school i think since i can remember pretty sure <laughs> i think i liked kindergarten because i just like my teacher and then as well miss sprinkle is that right yeah yeah. So one of you boys had, had her as well. Yeah. Now where yeah, where did you boys had her. where did you go to school? K through twelve uh, all those years. Uh, all over. Um, so I started out kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. I started out in the uh, Haven over in Lagrange, and then they went out. And so I think they, I don't know if they closed their doors while we were there or right after, but, um, anyways, we, I didn't go after third grade. I was homeschooled for fourth and fifth, went to, I think one of those years was like consortium school, mm-hmm. um, went to victory Christian Academy for sixth grade and then was again, homeschooled seventh and eighth and then went to uh victory for my freshman year of high school and then finished up the last three at cornerstone so however many schools that is yeah that's how many i went to quite the 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 traveling man when it comes to education i guess now um y'all went to a classical school for a little bit didn't you where you had to do latin was that dehaven or was that another place no that was that consortium school where you go a couple times a week or twice a week or whatever it is is that yeah. your excuse for Dorothy Sayers? I think. No, nah, my handwriting just sucks because it just sucks. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, when did when did or how how did you like homeschooling? Because like I liked it when I was growing up. Beck and David, not so much. What what was your opinion whenever y'all did? It was great because I didn't have to do as much work. 
I could get my sister to do a lot of the work for me, and it was kind of <laughs> nice. Stephen, that sounds like cheating. That's not good. I mean, it's how you pass class sometimes, so you got to do. <laughs> do you remember what Baby, you guys did? Listen. Do you guys remember what you did uh, for homeschooling? Like, did you what what we did some like kind of? Well, one year we did some kind of a computer. Um, comp- I don't know. It was, it was some kind of computer program or something. So, like, all your classes were on the computer. Maybe but that like, one. S do you, huh? it would maybe SOS. I know we used that before, and I thought mom <laughs> had used it. But anyways, I don't know. Whatever it was, we somebody I won't say who it was not me. So one of my sisters uh, was able to obtain mother's password as the teacher. So um, you we may or may not at times taken a test mm, twice. You take it one time and see. Oh, I failed. Oh, here's all the correct answers. Okay, cool. I'll just retake the test and I'll get like a eighty-five. That way, it looks like oh, he didn't cheat. He just learned something. <laughs> that may or may not have happened multiple times. So, just academic fraud. And uh, oh, from yeah. day one for sure. It's probably why you guys went back to Christian school instead of doing that whole homeschooling thing. Uh, yeah. Well, it still happens at other schools oh, too. But well, that's you know, stuff. whatever. Um, now did y'all? Uh, travel like we did whenever you homeschooled? Was Daddy going out of town as much? Yeah, he was out of town a lot more, and we probably traveled a lot more than you guys ever did. Yeah. Um, what What yeah. were some of your memories of of traveling? Like a couple of places that you really enjoyed going to? Oh, uh, when I was I don't know how old I was when I was younger. We went out west. Uh, it was like we went we went out through Colorado, stopped it. Your little stomping grounds, Colorado Springs. Um, went to Adventures and Odyssey there at Focus. And then we went out, out to California and came back through um, the southern route. Either that or we went the opposite. We went down th- or went out through the southern route and came back to Colorado. But we came back through like Arizona and New Mexico and stuff. And then one time, mom and dad went to a convention of some sorts up in. Uh, I believe it was in Maine, but I know we went to all the we went to all those northeastern states. At least, kind of drove through them and saw some stuff, and just to see the different sites. It sucked like doing it because that's a lot of time in a car. But yeah, at the same time, it was fun. Yeah. Did you like all the traveling at the time? No, I'm no. kind of a homebody. I kind of like staying home. I don't yeah. mind trips every now and then, but um, if it's going to be more than like six hours in a vehicle. I'm down to fly, so we never gotcha. flew when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, so getting back to the, the schooling and stuff, was there any subject that you didn't mind that you liked okay in school? Uh, I liked math until they brought the alphabet in it. <laughs> Completely ruined it. <clears throat> Pretty much. Um, I didn't, I liked history. I liked dealing with history stuff but then did, did you ever have did, did you ever have a a, a good history teacher because no offense to I, i've loved lots no. of my history teachers but all we ever did was read the book and do section reviews like it wasn't even teaching no i didn't have a good history teacher oh well, let's put it this way i couldn't tell you any of my history teachers how about that no, none of them left a lasting memory <laughs> that's no good <laughs> so if that tells you anything yeah 
Uh, so how about growing up whenever it came to like, you know, because you, I mean, did you like sports for as long as you can remember? Yeah, I've always liked sports. Where did um, the other people come from to where you got to, you know, be able to shoot hoops and stuff like that with other people? Because Ty and Anna, I don't think we're doing that stuff with you. Uh, I played a lot with Dad. Um, and then uh, our cousins, Josh and Jake and them, they li- They used to live when I was when I was a lot younger. Uh, they lived just up there, like on the same driveway, basically, as we did at yeah. the old house. And then they moved out a couple miles away. But play with them, play with Dad whenever he wanted to get beat. Um, <laughs> just did he do the like same that. thing just, with you where all he did was just turn his back to you and then back up until he was right under the hoop and do that stupid mm-hmm. baby hook? Yeah. It was pretty much if Dad and I were playing, there was a fight, like <laughs> – yelling at each other and somebody was bleeding by the end of the game it was just kind of like guaranteed that's what's kind of happening sounds like great bonding time yeah something like that (laughs) um when did you get to start or how about this before that uh were you pretty close to um uncle mark's kids growing up since they lived just up the road um yeah probably more so josh and any of them just because uh, I guess Justin, Justin wasn't too much older than me. I don't think, or isn't. I guess he's still he's still alive. So am I. So isn't. Um, mostly Josh. I think we kind of spent the most time together of any of them. Yeah. Jake was kind of around. We kind of beat up on Jake a lot though, so he didn't he didn't like hanging out with us too much. It's not nice, Stephen. Eh, it was fun. You have any? Josh and I had fun with it. Yeah, you have any memories of uh, mischief that y'all got into? Uh, we probably got we got into a lot, so I don't have any specific, but yeah. we were always doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, when when it comes to sports, like we were talking about, when did you get to start playing uh, organized ball? Oh, ever since I can remember. Yeah, I've always been playing basketball. I think since. <clears throat> Since I can remember, yeah, mom's had mom and dad had me in some kind of league. Played a couple years of baseball at the park, um, and I tried out for football. Did one practice, broke my wrist, and that was in my football days. Talk, so. talk about being a softy. I I played I two years of football. Thank you. Just thought I'd yeah, point that yeah. out. I don't know if you would necessarily call that playing. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I might have been in fourth grade, but I was in every single play. And they, I still remember, they, I was such a fat kid that they weighed me before every game the second year that I played because there was like a rule. If you weighed so much, you couldn't be a position player. Like you couldn't be a running back, quarterback, wide receiver. You had to play the line. And so Mm -hmm. they had to weigh me before every game to make sure I wasn't too chubby to be a running back. And I was a pretty dang good fullback, if I say so myself. Yeah, so what's that tell you? That that I could have gone pro if I would have continued. That's what it says. I'm not sure if you would have gone pro, but okay. I mean, you don't know. It's it's all good. Eh, okay. Uh, whatever helps you sleep better at night. Yeah. Do you have any memories of uh like growing up, uh childhood friends besides your family members and cousins and stuff? No, not really. Um I mean, I had people I'd see at, like, church camps 
every year. Uh, well, other than that, nothing like nothing really anything outside of that. Yeah. Where Where did you guys go to church uh, in Kentucky? Um. Well, we went to uh, uh, well the Wesleyan Church. Um, pretty much just far back as I can remember. Um, and then some point after, whenever you hoodlums came along, we kind of jumped around a few different churches. Did y'all uh, go Nazarene Church and Highview and Yeah. Did y'all ever go, or was it before you, where y'all went across the river? Um, to yeah, I was to real little. Church. I I remember a little bit about that one. I just remember it taking forever to get to church every Sunday, and I hated it. Yeah. Um. But I I didn't I don't remember a lot of it. So. Yeah. Did y'all go? Did y'all go to a lot of camps growing up? I know you would have gone to AYC, and then probably that one up in Maysville, right? Yeah. Yeah. Went to those every year. Um. I went to Cameron Mills had a basketball camp in. Asbury, and I went to several times. Josh and I think Jake went a couple times with me too. Um, but Josh went pretty much every time I did. Wasn't like Clint Asbuki there one year or something? Yeah, one year Clint Asbuki came. Uh, one year Collier Mills, Cameron's brother came. Um, that was kind of the only two that came ever came that were I don't know that were, were memorable, I guess. But yeah, it was yeah. kind of cool to meet those guys. Yeah. Um, now this is probably a very stupid question, but was there ever a Most time probably. that you remember not being a UK fan no. when you were growing up? No. No. <laughs> so just from day a one? lifetime thing. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, getting back to the, the vein of the, the church camps and stuff, I wanted to ask you, uh, like I did with mom and dad, could you point to a time? Cause obviously, you know, we all grew up in a, in a Christian home and we were in church, you know, whenever um, doors were open and stuff like that. But can you point to a time whenever your faith became real instead of just a place you went on Sundays? Uh, I don't know if I was ever like a, you know, I don't really have like that December 2nd in 2000, whatever. I don't really have a date specific. <laughs> Um, I just kind of remember, I don't know, uh, I guess at some point it just kind of was like, oh yeah, this is kind of real, not just kids' stories anymore. Yeah. Now, did you get the chance to go on any missions trips and stuff when you were growing up? Yeah. Um, of course, there's the one of us going to Africa when we were real little that I, mean, I I barely remember it, but Anna apparently remembers everything about the trip to Africa, even though I think I'm pretty sure she was like six months old. Yet she somehow remembers everything about it. Great brain. Um, right yeah. Uh, so we went to that one. Um, I went to, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, oh, it's down in Hopestown. They put on, they give it two minutes trips down there. Yeah, TLC. I went to Mexico. Um, Anna went to, uh, she went to Asia or somewhere in Asia. And I don't even remember where Talia went, but I went to Mexico, um, went to a basketball mission trip in the Dominican with Josh and Mark and Jake. And we also went on one to KMBC. That was a fun trip. 
I sense sarcasm. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that was all I did. Um, talking about your years playing basketball, I'd say you were a pretty, I don't know, decent, maybe mediocre basketball player. You know, yes, I had, had some success. I was a decent high school player. Yeah. What um What are some of your, I guess, fondest memories of your time playing either at I guess at Victory or at uh, at Cornerstone? <laughs> well, there weren't any good memories from Victory because we were terrible. Like I said, we lost by seventy my first game. Yeah. Um, that's never fun. I don't care who you are, what team you're on. Um, uh, there wasn't much going on there. Uh, after. After that, I went to Cornerstone, and we won state the very next year, my sophomore year. Um, but probably my the two best memories, I guess, of me playing high school ball was I got to play at uh, Rupp Arena one game, which is all it's pretty cool, pretty cool to be able to play down there. We got the that it treats you like you're, I mean, somewhat treats you like the Kentucky team. You know, you got to come in Kentucky's entrance on the bus and go to their locker room and see it and then go to um, – got to come out the old entrance for Kentucky basketball because they changed it around. Um, but it was, it was cool to be able to kind of do that, play that, and then went in uh, – I'm very jealous of that Kentucky thing. I tell people uh, that I'm jealous of you, even though I got to play at the Pacers arena – and to people that, like, don't understand, I guess, Kentucky basketball, they're like, well, you played at an NBA place. Isn't that cooler? I was like, no. No, <laughs> no we like, had a – Awesome. Yeah, they came to us before the season started, my coach and whoever our athletic director was, and said, hey, we have the opportunity to play at uh, Rupp Arena or Conseco Fieldhouse. And since there was, like, four seniors, and me being a senior and me being a vocal person and – somewhat of a bully if I had to be no. um, pretty much yeah pretty much told everybody any of you all that vote for playing at the Pacers Arena will get punched in the face <laughs> because we are playing at Rupp Arena and it's not even a discussion and it worked because we played at Rupp Arena we didn't play at uh, Conteco Fieldhouse so I was done with that that's a good lesson for all the kids listening out there bully people and you get your way I mean, when you really want to do something like that, yeah, I don't, don't blame you. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't playing, playing it rough. Pacer, you just by the yeah. means. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of different. So I wasn't playing the pitches or anything. I did. I had no desire to, no care to, and yeah, that wasn't happening. So yeah. Other than that, though, I mean, one state my senior year again. That's it's always nice to be your last game to be a win. So yeah, and then I also got that year. I also got to be the. Uh, assistant coach, because um, the head coach kind of didn't know what he was doing, but um, I got to be the assistant coach um, to the JV team, and they ended up winning state my senior year as well, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's neat. Um, so after high school, uh, you decided to go to PCC. What was behind that decision? <laughs> Were you Money. looking at other schools, or was it just like, this place is cheap, so that's where I'm going? Uh, no, nah, I mean, I had this farce that I was going to go to Kentucky, pretty much go to all the Kentucky games, and I definitely would have flunked out of college worse than I did, probably wouldn't even made it a year. Um, but luckily I made it at least more than a year at Pensacola. 
But yeah, it was pretty much just straight money. It was the only place I could afford. So that's why I went there. Yeah. Um, now, did you, when you were at school, did you hang out with Ty and Anna very much or not really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anna came down the same. She did the thing that the three younger kids did with it. Well, I guess it's a little different. She didn't graduate early. She went down and did her senior year of high school and her freshman year of college all in the same year. Yeah. Um, so she did that. So she was there my freshman year as well. Um, but, yeah, we hung out all the time. Ty had been down a year before us, so she kind of had a base of friends. We kind of hung out with her and them, and then as the years went on, kind of we each had our own group of friends and we kind of splintered off, but we still always, we always still had time where it was like a sibling dinner, dinner night or something like that. So we still, we still always hung out at some point. Yeah. Did you know anybody else uh, from before you got to college that was also at PCC? Yeah. uh, Jesse Lay and Matt Smith both played. I played against them in high school. Mm-hmm. And they were down. They were down there, so I knew them. Um, kind of talked to them a little bit. Somewhat hung out with them a little bit. Um, so they kind of. Jesse was on the school team down there, so it was kind of nice to have something else to somebody else to hang out with a little bit. Yeah. Um, who who ended up being your good buddies throughout college? Uh, Andrew Lowe and Joel Manier. Um, I met them my sophomore year because all my friends got kicked out my freshman year. So when I went back for my sophomore year, I had to kind of redo the whole friendship <laughs> thing. And uh, how did how did all of, your friends get kicked out, but you didn't get kicked out? Just takes a skill. <laughs> no, I made up for it later. Yes, that's that's true. What what are some of your um, favorite memories from from college? I'd I'd take a guess and say they probably had nothing to do with uh, education or or the classes <laughs> you were no. taking. Maybe no. Uh, my sophomore year, we spent a lot of time. Uh, my friend Lowe's parents had a condo that they rented out a lot at Portofino Towers. Um, so we spent I don't know how many nights out there at Portofino we'd go get uh we'd go get pizza from uh oh, what's that this little Caesars version down there they have uh, uh Hungry Howie's yes yeah that's we'd it. go to Hungry Howie's down there get the pizza and get some drinks and we'd go out to Porto and just be the weird ones that had five seven whatever dudes in a hot tub and pool whatever swim do whatever um and just kind of hung out and did whatever we could to get away from the school. <laughs> yeah. Now you so. um, you studied CJ while you were down there. Was there any? It's a loose term of study. But you yeah. had the declared major of criminal justice while you were at Pensacola Christian College. Was yes. there any? Um, like, did you enjoy any of those classes? Because you've pretty much always wanted to be a a cop or something like that, right? Yeah, um, I definitely enjoyed my CJ classes more than any other classes, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, – I enjoyed those classes the most, for sure. Um, I don't really – there's not really another class that – speech, I guess I like speech, but that's because I like to talk, so it's kind of an easy class. 
I mean, you um, completely changed my, and this is probably not a good thing, uh, but you completely changed my outlook on uh, life when it comes to speech and things like that. Because it's hard to believe, I know, because I started a podcast just because I like to hear myself talk. But uh, yeah. whenever I was growing up, I was pretty shy, didn't talk that much to people outside of the family. Yeah, you wouldn't call Rush Limbaugh. I know, I should have. I totally could have gotten something free. but Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but uh but i i remember i don't even know like we were talking on the phone or if it was in person or whatever but i was saying something about how i was nervous about um taking a speech class you know like injured that's stupid like you know how to talk all you have to do is get yeah. up in front of somebody and talk and i was like you know that's that's true <laughs> and completely yeah. changed my life <laughs> it's the, the by it is the easiest class you will ever take in college ever because all you do is talk, which is something everybody does every day of their life. Yep. So you just do that. It's kind of simple. Pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. I never understood why people struggle with it, but I know a lot of people did, and it wasn't something I struggled with or ever will probably. So yes, you know, we, anyone who knows you knows that at the very least. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um. So. I, I guess this might be a little bit out of order, but uh, I want to know what what was you mentioned earlier that mom and dad, you know, were a little stricter, things like that back whenever you were growing up. Um, what what was your relationship like with uh, with mom and dad when you were growing up? Uh, it was good. Um, dad and I probably got the rockiest the first year I after I graduated high school and I worked with him for the first year before I went to college. Um, cause we were traveling together a lot and everything, but outside of that, it was good. Like they were always, always supportive of us, whatever we needed. Um, they were always firm with us, but they were always there for us. So it wasn't even dad being out of town a lot. He was still, you could always call him and talk to him. It didn't matter. So we always were pretty close. Yeah. What what did it look like for you? Because one of the, my favorite parts about like, I don't know, the stage of life that I'm in now, like going off to college and then graduating and um, more or less being on my own, like what was it like for you seeing the relationship transition from what it was like when you were growing up with mom and dad, where it's parent, do this because I tell you to, stuff like that, to where it's switched to almost like, like there are friends now instead what was that like for you uh i don't know i guess more so in college when into high school college it kind of changed a lot more uh well for me and dad it was probably when we started working together it definitely definitely changed that um but i mean yeah it was it's always cool i mean yeah they're still your parents and yeah they're still kind of your authority but you know you still um, it's just nice to be able to have them as friends, even more so than parents. Yeah. Cause you don't get to pick your parents, but you get to pick your friends. So yeah, luckily I got good parents that I like to have friends with. And I know a lot of people that didn't have good relationships with their parents and I mean, it sucks that they didn't get good relationships with them, but I'm definitely thankful for the relationship I have with my parents. So, yeah. Well, I'll uh, wrap up with this one more question. I want to know, speaking of parents and you know them raising you and now being your friends, what would you say are 
the couple of things that if you didn't learn anything else from mom and dad, that that's what you've taken with you from being their kid? Um, well, I would say that no matter what uh, happens, um, you always put God first. And then outside of that, it's your family uh, that trumps all, no matter what. And um, to also be as disgustingly appropriate yet inappropriate with your spouse as you can be. Um, <laughs> don't I guess don't be ashamed to make out, do whatever in public, whatever. Just, you know, always, no matter what, the mom and dad always made sure that we knew they loved each other. Um, even if they would fight in front of us, they were always quick to want to apologize to each other, but then always come to us and apologize to us if they ever, whenever they fought in front of us, just to show that, you know, it's not acceptable. And, um, you know, it was always, that was always kind of thing that at the time I was like, why are you apologizing to me? I don't care. But now looking back on it, it's kind of cool to see them care about it so much that they wanted to be that much of an example to us to show that, you know, you can argue, but, you know, don't cross lines. And when you do, make sure you apologize and apologize to those that saw it. So yeah. just kind of them always being a good example. Yeah. Well, I'd say we're we're kind of blessed. We got some pretty cool parents. Maybe not cool. They're yeah. good. All right. All right. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't use the word cool, but they're decent parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stephen, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation that we had. You didn't get too bored. Yeah. You didn't fall asleep. That's a good sign. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on, and uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. Sounds good. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining here on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Uh, join us next time as we interview yet another family member for more stories about us Hobbses. Until then, toodles.